lawyer by training, writer and teacher by choice. Originally from New York, I am a proud wife and mother living in Los Angeles. Join me as we delve into the Holy Torah's teachings and apply them to our lives. I keep it short and sweet, but always deep. Welcome. Welcome back. This week I want to speak about what it means to be holy from the Jewish point of view. And the reason I want to speak about this now is because we're, at least in Israel, we're going to be reading Parsha's Kedoshim, where Hashem tells Moshe that he has to speak to the entire congregation of the Jewish people and say to them, you must be holy for I, your God, am holy. So I want to unpack this line in the Torah a little bit and and see what we can learn and how it applies to our lives. Rashi comments on this phrase in the Torah, And he says that to be holy means to separate. That is the essence of what the word means. Kedusha means to be separate. And specifically, he says it means to be separate from things that are not holy and not good. And the Torah tells us very explicitly what those things are. Unkosher food. Here it it really focuses on illicit sexual relations. But I think this is a very uncomfortable thing for us to confront, at least as modern day Americans, at least for me is that there is an objective moral reality in the world. That is the Torah perspective. And there are things that are objectively not good, things that we should stay away from, things that we should separate from if we want to be holy. In Judaism, a lot of times when we want to sanctify something, there's usually some sort of separation. And a perfect example of this is Shabbat. How do we mark Shabbat? Through Kiddush, Kiddush, Kedusha. We make a separation between the six days of the week and Shabbat through Kiddush. That's how we sanctify the Shabbat. The Or HaChaim says something very beautiful on this verse. He says that any Jew who holds back, who resists an opportunity to do a sin, is holy. So, for instance, if we have a big desire to speak Lashon Hara, to say gossip, and it's we know this is forbidden in the Torah, if we can hold back, in that moment, we are holy. I remember recently I was speaking to my husband and I was I was urging to say something that was just not appropriate. And I, I said, you know what? Never mind. And he looks at me and he says, you, you just did a mitzvah. Because to be holy is actually a positive mitzvah, which we can achieve by not breaking a negative mitzvah. The Ramban takes it a step further and says something very interesting. He says, not only should we separate from forbidden things, But if we want to be holy, we should separate from the things that we are permitted to do. So just because the Torah permits eating junk food, for example, it doesn't mean we should just eat junk food all day long. Like, obviously, that's not going to be a good thing for us. It's not going to be healthy. And my teacher Yehudis was teaching, Yehudis Koshevsky was explaining that things that are permitted in this world can usually end up in excess. And so we need to be careful. Before I became observant, I studied Buddhism a bit, and in that in that tradition, you're meant to completely eradicate all of your desires and separate yourself from this world as much as possible. That's not the Jewish view. The Jewish view, the Torah, is very realistic. Hashem, we believe, created the world, and he created us, and he knows our desires, and he knows what drives us. And so he's giving us these boundaries for our own good, and he wants us 
not to fully separate from the world. The Jewish view is that we're really meant to engage in this world and elevate it. And how do we do this? We do it through the right intentions. So when we eat, we say a blessing. We recognize that Hashem gave us this food. And and really a high level is when we eat, I should do this, <laughs> is to have the intention. I'm eating to have energy to do mitzvot, to do good deeds, to take care of my family, to, to do my job, whatever productive things that I do. I'm not just eating because it tastes good, because if I enjoy it. You know, I can enjoy the food too, of course, and I should enjoy it. But if we can have a higher intention that elevates the action that we're doing in this world. So I want to come back to this idea of holiness and what does it really have to do with separation and boundaries? And my teacher, Yehuda Skolshevsky, said it so beautifully. She said, holiness is holding back so that we can preserve boundaries and make a structure for holiness to come through. So it's similar to this idea that's famous in the Torah that first we have to move away from the bad and then we can do good. So if we want to be holy, first we have to separate from bad behaviors and from, you know, negative things that we're doing. And then we can do good and, and infuse our lives with holiness. And an example that my rabbi in Los Angeles, Rabbi Graydon, gave once is that it's like somebody on an exercise bike chugging Coca-Cola while they're working out, (laughs) you know, like, okay, they're doing a good thing by exercising, but if they're drinking Coca-Cola while they're working out, they haven't yet turned away from the bad. So their good isn't going to accomplish so much. What's the purpose in being holy? So I think that the way the verse is worded gives us a clue because it says, you must be holy for I, God, your God, am holy, meaning we're meant to emulate Hashem. And by doing this, we can come closer to him. My teacher Yehuda said it's almost like a promise that by us working on being holy, Hashem will come closer to us and help us to be holy. Everybody has their own definition of holiness. Obviously, there's an objective moral standard, and we need to separate from things that are objectively bad in the Torah. But when it comes to separating from things that are permitted, only we can really know where that is in our own lives in order to enhance our own holiness. The last point that I want to make, which is so beautiful, I think, is that the verse says it emphasizes how Moshe has to repeat this to the entire congregation of the children of Israel. And normally it just says, speak to the children of Israel. So the fact that it's emphasizing the entire congregation is a signal that this applies to all of the Jewish people because all of us have the potential to be holy. All of us. It's not just rabbis. It's not just Moshe. It's all of us. I know for myself, it's hard to view myself as somebody who has the potential to be holy all the time when I make so many mistakes. But I've, I've mentioned this idea before on a podcast that each moment is really a new moment in reality. So we always have the opportunity to choose holiness. And Baruch Hashem, thank God, we have the Torah, which helps guide us in, in the ways of proper behavior in this world. So to sum up, the recipe for holiness, I would put it as follows from a Torah perspective. Pull away from what's prohibited and even not so prohibited and then do good, which are the positive commandments. And a really important point that we all have to remember is that we all have the potential to be holy. And in being holy, we come closer to ourselves, hopefully other people and Hashem. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast and share. And if you could write a review on Apple Podcasts, I would be so grateful. Take care.